Trump gets the special master, and the left is unbelievably upset by this, which is very, very strange talk. The special master is somebody who is appointed to take a look at everything that was taken in the raid of President Trump's home and ask the question, well, is this something that is protected? Whether it's protected by attorney-client privilege or executive privilege. Yes, the president has executive privilege. There are conversations that he had as president that he is allowed to keep private. The current president could, could say, no, this is necessary for uh, national security or something else, I need this information, I'm taking it president could do that. Uh, It'd be one heck of a precedent to do that, however. You're making a statement about how you should be treated going forward. And do we now remove executive privilege as a way of saying, well, this party doesn't deserve it. But when it's us, oh, how dare you? Don't you believe in fairness? Right? One of those kinds of, of conversations. The special master is there to look at these things that the FBI took. And the judge in this case is saying that you can't even engage in your criminal investigation with these documents anymore. You stop. The special master goes over them. We then decide. Once that's done, then we will decide what comes next. There are people very, very upset. Very upset that Trump got a special master. I'm imploring everyone to understand these are not normal times and a Trump-appointed judge delaying an espionage investigation into Trump cannot be treated as business as usual. This from a guy by the name of Brandon Friedman, a former Obama guy, as he likes to call himself, uh, New York Daily News uh, columnist from time to time. Assume all individuals associated with Trump, including his nominees, are accomplices. I can think of nothing more un-American than the idea of assume all people associated with the person I don't like are guilty and therefore don't have rights. They don't, they're not allowed to be judges. They're not allowed to be bankers. They're not allowed to be radio hosts. They're not allowed to be on TV. They're not allowed to have insurance companies. They're not allowed to be plumbers for the love of God. They're accomplices to espionage. They really have given up the ghost on innocent until proven guilty. They believe that they know best. This is part of the danger that we are all dealing with. This is part of the danger that Joe Biden has furthered. He has. It's Joe Biden who started this conversation. MAGA Republicans, fascists, and all that jazz. And if you ask Corinne Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, president doesn't have to apologize. In his pre-buttal, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, among many things he said, he took great issue with a lot of the things you were just talking about, those legislative accomplishments. But he also said the president owes half the country an apology. Does the president? I'll say this. Look, the president was very clear. All you have to do, again, folks need to watch his speech, go read his speech. If you have it, it is powerful, it is impactful, and you will hear directly from the commander-in-chief what he was speaking to. Well, that's not saying rolling it back. That's being fine uh, with it. Here is Martha Raddatz uh, asking a question of a Trump, uh, not Trump, a Biden 
advisor, Keisha Lance Bottoms, wasn't she the, the mayor of Atlanta? Yes, former mayor of Atlanta, now with the Biden team. Has the president essentially given up on those MAGA Republicans, some 70 million people? Well, what the president has done is said that he will continue to work with mainstream Republicans, that he will work with Democrats, that he will work with independents to get things done in our country. But this MAGA Republican agenda, this hate-fueled agenda, this MAGA Republican agenda that we saw incite violence on our nation's capital has no place in a democracy. And if we are not intentional about calling it out, which is what the president did, uh, then our country, everything that our country is built upon is in danger. So now you have, uh, by the way, talk about failing up, failing as mayor of Atlanta to being a, a, a Biden advisor. Um, no one's hiding from this. This is, this is their methodology, guys. This is all we're going to hear for two months until Election Day. Calling people fascists. You know, I've had other people emailing me. I have no faith in the Republican Party to be able to counter with a message of the economy. No, no, no. They're going to fall into this trap. They're not going to be able to defend against it. And uh, it's too much. It's too good. I just don't believe in any of that. Do I believe the Republican Party is the party of stupid? Absolutely, I do. Do I believe that I'm going to play into this nonsense game of bigotry? No. Not not at all. Inflation, 8.5% year over year. Food prices up 13.1%. And people don't know whether they're going to heat their homes this summer or feed their families. I think that's what Midwest Main Street is focused on. That's what I'm focused on. You can hate Trump all you want. You can call people fascists as much as you like. Great. Now what do we do about the problems? 